0: Our good friend Mike Cliss uh, joining us on the Johnson Auto Plaza hotline. Mike, welcome back to the show. Thanks for making some time for us on a Friday. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious what you made of the news from earlier today uh, that mm-hmm. broke a few hours ago that the salary cap around the NFL is um, it's kind of, um, well, it's, it's ballooning in a way that even people who cover the league uh, may not have anticipated. How does that impact the Broncos and what they do or don't do this offseason?
1: Yeah, it came in a little higher than projections. The projections I saw were like 242, 242 million. It came in at 255 million. So, uh, you know, I think that's that's good for the, uh, for the Broncos. It gives them, uh, it, it makes it... Uh, you know, less painful to try to squeeze in Russ's 39 million of dead cap money that uh, we think that they're going to have to do either 39 or 85, uh, probably 39. I would think um, just because I think it's going to be difficult for them to trade, but the no trade um, Russ, you know, probably not willing to, to do a trade. I don't know. Um, but I, you know, that's the way it looks right now. So they've got a little more space. Although, um, Pat Sertan is going to take up a chunk of that extra salary cap by the fact that uh, his fifth-year option is coming in at nineteen point eight million. I think so. Mm. Call it twenty million. That's uh, he's he's going to get. Uh, he's in line for a nice payday. Um, even if they pick up the fifth-year option, which I'm sure they will on May 2nd, and then um, make a decision on whether to extend them or not. Mike, the Denver Broncos still have a franchise tag that they can use. Is there any candidates, in your opinion, that the Denver Broncos will do uh, to keep one of these players that could possibly leave? No, the one problem with the franchise tag is they, uh you know, they lump all the position like all, all offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that their figures like uh, nineteen or twenty million. Uh, you wouldn't pay a center that. You know, a center comes in about eight to ten million max. So no for Lloyd Cushenberry. Same thing with Josie Jewell. They lump the outside linebackers, the pass rushers who get big money with inside linebackers who don't get big money. Um, they're kind of the running back of the defense, right? There's yeah, they are. Pay scale they're Yeah, <laughs> Zach so, likes that. <laughs> um, so the only one that's kind of close is Will Lutz. Okay. Um, you know, Will Lutz, I think can, is going to get a payday of about four million a year, but the franchise tag is five point nine million for uh, for kickers, all specialists. So no, they're they're
0: really not. Cr- uh, he's the closest, Will Lutz, but uh, I don't think anybody gets the tag. Um, Mike, I want to ask you this question. I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. You know, if you're just being objective, the Broncos, we we hope they're headed in the right direction, but we not, we may not see the dividends in 2024, right? They're upside down financially. They don't have a lot of draft picks. They might be playing a rookie quarterback. If they're not, they're playing a veteran. That's kind of like a retread. Um, Do you think the Broncos are discussing at all, taking the full hit of the Russell Wilson um, departure in one year so they can move on more scot-free in 2025? Or do you think they're dead set on spreading the money out over two years?
1: No, I think they're discussing uh, taking it all in one year. Um, I, I, I don't think that's the leader. Uh, that, that's the leading way to think right now, but um, I know they are discussing that. Um, as I understand it, man, there's so many rules in the NFL, but as I understand it, if you make a trade then um, that you, you you know, if you could get a if you could get a trade, then you would do the 85 million all in one year from, you know, as, as the way I understand it. And if the Broncos could get a second round draft pick or a third round draft pick for Russell Wilson, let's say he does. Okay. A trade, um, the Broncos would do it and they, and they would take that cap hit uh, in this year. So I think that's the scenario where they take the 85 million Otherwise, if they release and do the June first designation, and you know, I, I think they'll spread it out over two. Mike, I don't know if you heard, but um, Zach and I we had a segment yesterday. I want to say, and we were talking about how John was trying to be in 2018 mm. aggressive in the draft, and he was trying to call the New York
0: Jets, a Gi- uh, uh, Giants. Okay, Giants. Yes, yes. Uh, maybe you can. Yeah, it was. It was. It was uh, on the radio in New York City about uh, the last couple of days. Um, yeah. there was a story that was told from the Jets' perspective that John Elway on draft night 2018 called the New York Giants uh, when they found out that Baker Mayfield was going to go number one because leading up to that point it was Sam Darnold. And th- the, the week yeah. of the draft and specifically the day of the draft, it, became, uh, it came into focus that it was going to be Baker that was going to go number one. And when Elway found out, um, he tried to jump the New York Jets – And get to number two, and wanted to offer quote a king's ransom. And General Manager Dave Gettleman from the New York Giants literally would not pick up John Elway's phone call. Um, Have you did you ever hear anything about that? Like like
1: for for me, the question is: Could you see something like that happening this year in this this year's draft for us going and getting a quarterback if it's someone like Drake May? (laughs) Yeah, the only thing I say, I heard about that report, and um, the only thing I will say is that Sam Darnold was John Elway's top quarterback from that class. Um, I talked to John a little bit about that in 2018. He told me that he really liked Josh Allen, but he couldn't get any buy-in from any of the coaches. Mm. That the uh, the coaching staff, you know, they there's you know Josh Allen coming out. After pa- Paxton Lynch, there were too many similarities. Right, you know, big tall guy, big tall guy could run. Uh, Paxton Lynch did not have Josh Allen's arm, but uh, I, I think had it been reversed, had Josh Allen came out before Paxton Lynch, Josh Allen would have been a Broncos quarterback. But the fact that, uh, but but the fact that you know Josh Allen uh, followed Paxton Lynch by a couple of years. They still hadn't given up on Paxton Lynch at that point um, that they were going to get it. But yes, uh, John Elway, I, I do know uh, right away at draft day, had Sam Darnold been there at number five, he was going to take Sam Darnold. Mm. That was the guy That was the guy he wanted. Now, as far as the trade-up to number two, I don't know. I'm not sure how aggressive he got. or If Gettleman didn't pick up the, the phone, I'm not sure how anyone would know
0: what John's offer was, but, um, well, apparently he, as the story goes, members mm-hmm. of the New York jets ran into John Elway and they said, we were convinced you were trying to, you were going to try to jump us. And John said, I tried. And and it was coming from yeah. John saying, I was trying to call Dave Gettleman. And they would not pick up the phone. So uh, apparently yeah. they were hearing from John, uh, what he was prepared to do type of deal. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I believe that because, um, Sam Darnold was uh, was definitely um, their choice, and uh, did the Giants already have uh, Daniel Jones maybe the year before or something like that? So um, they hadn't given up they hadn't given up on him yet, obviously. So um, yeah, but I, I all I know is that Sam Darnold was John Elway's guy, and uh, while he liked Josh Allen, uh, the circumstances just weren't right, and he didn't he didn't get buy in from the rest of the room to go get uh, Josh Allen at number five and wound up with Bradley Chubb instead, a nice safe pick. And, um, but here we are with the Broncos, you know, still, still looking like, uh, if, if Russell Wilson moves on like we all think, uh, still looking like they're still in the search for the, uh, the Holy grail of, of positions, which is quarterback.
0: All right, uh, that's a good place to leave it. Uh, we have more questions, but we'll we'll save it for another time. Mike, have a great weekend. Thanks for making uh, some time for us on a Friday, and we'll do this again very soon. You got it. Thanks, guys. All right, there he goes. That's our 9 News Broncos insider, Mike Cliss, appearing on the Johnson Auto Plaza hotline.